Hello, is this thing on? Of course it is. They can definitely hear us. Yeah, we're in our fourth season. There's no silencing us now. Welcome to the Gritty Nurse Podcast, an unfiltered discussion on health and healthcare. My name is Amy Archibald Burley. And I'm Sarah Fung, and we are your podcast hosts. Please make sure that you subscribe to our new YouTube channel where you can watch our podcast in video format. Please hit the subscribe button. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or any other podcast platform, leave us a rating and review. We finally did it. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that was wild. I can't believe that we, I mean, I think we're really good at unscripted content, but the minute it becomes scripted, all manner of things just start going wrong. It was just, you know, you know what? Trial and error after our fifth time, it was perfect. So I think that's, that's exactly what we wanted anyways. Yeah, I mean, it's okay to make mistakes, but I think we, we've just been a little rusty. We, we've taken a little bit of a break. Now it's time to get back into it, and I'm glad to be back. Absolutely, back in the swing of things. And today we have a really good episode. It's been all over the news waves in terms of nursing, healthcare, various different conversations, and it is surrounding nursing X. I what. Before we even play the clip, what do you think about this whole TikTok trend or nurses just being on TikTok in general? Well, I mean, I think it's fine for people to be on TikTok. We talk all the time about being on social media, but there's a fine line between being on it responsibly and irresponsibly. And there's been lots of trends going on. And I think people just keep they get caught up in the trend. Right. So this whole ick thing was started. I'm not sure by who, but not by a nurse. And they kind of rode that wave and it just they just crashed and burned i'm just gonna say that <laughs> they rode they that rode wave the wave they crashed and, and burned, and burned. It um awful. they needed yeah. cpr like i don't want to give everything away but it yeah. didn't end well it, it it did not end well and the thing oh. is there are now two videos that went viral for nursing x and of course they're both in our world in our domain which is kind of embarrassing actually because um we're both maternal child nurses so my background again is in labor and delivery i dabbled a little bit in education um from the maternal child perspective and you were an nicu nurse so i just think that you know um seeing that both of these trends being viral coming from our uh, backgrounds is is really embarrassing and it's embarrassing because that is not how i feel felt when i worked in nurse uh, labor and delivery um but maybe before we get into it we'll just run the clip when you come in for your induction, talking about, can I take a shower and eat? What? My ick is when you ask me how much the baby weighs, and it's still and it's still in your hands. <laughs> Dad comes outside and asks for a paternity test right outside the room door. Saying you don't want any pain medicine, no epidural, but you are at an 8 out of 10 pain with just a Cervidil, and you're still closed fingertip when well, we've already told you to push the call light but every five minutes your excuse family me, member coming at the front desk me, ask for something else. Me, can I have a blanket another egg when you're going room to room between one baby mama and your other baby mama oh no. egg. <laughs> say that 
It's the unlimited trips to the nurse's station for me. So if you guys haven't seen or heard this video, I think that um, it's definitely, I could see why it went viral. There's a lot going on there. Um, and you know, Amy, when you sent this to me initially, I hadn't watched the clip and I kind of thought in my head, like we did a similar episode, but then when I actually watched the clip, I'm like, we did not do a similar episode because we did an no. episode. If you guys haven't listened, it was about who makes the worst patients. And we kind of right. went through which occupations we thought were a bit more demanding than others. But this video just takes it to a whole new level. And I think there's a lot of learnings that can come out of it, which we will get into, but I just don't think these nurses really thought about what they were doing before they did it. And maybe they just wanted to ride this ick trend. Yeah. So let, let's talk about the fact that, you know, like the whole setting, right? First and foremost, they're at work, right? They're in their scrubs. They are on the hospital unit. You can identify the hospital that they're working at. It was this whole thing is just plagued by bad decisions. And it was when I, I get, you know, people trying to, you know, make light of situations and trying to be funny. And I'm not to say that, you know, as a labor and delivery nurse or as, you know, being a nurse that, you know, sometimes patients, sometimes nurses make jokes. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm not going to say that never happens, because if I said that that never happened, it would be it would be a lie like all I think in any profession people unfortunately fortunately whatever the case may be will make fun of their clients in healthcare of course it comes at a cost right it if you're gonna publicly go out there and say these things about patients and about patients families and put it on a public platform well it, this is not a consequence free world and they ran into the fact that their employer found out about it they were in the hospital doing it and it just was massively inappropriate yeah so just backtracking a little bit um they were doing this at work so yeah. it was easily identifiable by the background by their badges um i even saw one person on youtube say that the nurse at the very end who had the headband on it actually had the hospital logo on it if you look closely Gosh. so number one maybe they didn't use the patient's actual names and they didn't in the hospital but there's lots of different ways they could have been identified um also the fact that they did it during work time it's right. i mean like maybe they weren't maybe they were on their break but regardless of which they were doing it at work um, when they shouldn't have been. They also used really specific situations where I think that people could have identified who they were speaking to right. because some of the other um, TikTok responses were from patients who delivered at the hospital and they recognized some of the specific nurses and they actually mentioned they had really negative experiences and mm -hmm. watching this video actually re-traumatized them to their um, thing, you know, their births that didn't go well. It would have been a really good moment for um, these nurses to respond to what happened, um, maybe even make an apology video. So if they went on TikTok to create this video that was obviously wrong, maybe they should go back on TikTok and apologize on behalf of the hospital to say that they know what they did was wrong now and they regret their actions just to kind of circle back, right? And I also think that um, maybe the hospital could have addressed this a bit differently. I do agree 100% that what they did was wrong, but I also think this could have been a teachable moment to maybe educate the nurses on why this was wrong. Maybe they need to do some remedial classes. Maybe they need to talk to other nurses about 
what they did and what they learned from it and what they shouldn't be doing as nurses. So, I mean, like, I think, I think that's something they could have done because just to have this video out and have them fired, it kind of gives nurses a bad image. Like, there's no follow-up. Like, what happened to them? Did they go to work in a hospital? Are they no longer nurses? Like, what's happened in the meantime? I don't, I don't actually know. Yeah, you know, I think so. And I think when we're talking about, you know, the fact that they were terminated, I, I kind of circle back to the thought of, like, what are hospital organizational policies? And every hospital has their social media policy. So I'm sure the reason that they were fired mainly more than anything was that they were in breach of their social media hospitals policy. Plus again, the fact that the hospital is identifiable, what people don't, what any large organization doesn't want is a bad rap. <laughs> they don't want to be associated with, with people who are saying things that are, you know, out of line, out of um, the image of the hospital organization. So I think that, you know, it's probably the social media policy, the fact that they were saying things that were not in alignment with their organi- with the organization's uh, policies and the fact that it was just super insensitive. I agree with you, though, Sarah. I agree that there should have been a teachable moment. It should have been an opportunity to say, um, hey, there's something that, like, this is something you shouldn't be doing. And I also think it might also be just, like, a generational thing. Like, I just, I yeah, I did have a cell phone, but I just, there was no TikTok when we were nurses. Like, we weren't, and I just, again, it wouldn't have been a trend that I would have been interested in. But I just think that that would have been an opportunity to be like, this is not the right thing to do. And here's how you can do this better. Um, but I do see the reason why they were, they were fired. Um, one of the articles did point to that nurses have a lot of frustration. They probably were trying to, um, you know, put their frustrations out. But I just don't think it was the most appropriate way. Right. And to be honest, I've had a lot of frustrations with patients and probably what they said in their video, I would have said in my head. Right. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> I'd be like, I'd head. be like, what the hell? I just got them a blanket. Right. Like I would have thought all this, but in my head, or maybe I would have discussed it with another nurse privately, but I wouldn't have discussed it in a public forum. I wouldn't have put it on social media. I guess I wouldn't have occurred to me because I'm not really on TikTok, um, but, you know, teach their own. And I think that one other thing that really struck me, though, because you mentioned that this was in a black community, three out of the four nurses that did this TikTok video were black. And I've wondered this myself, that it if it had been nurses of a different race, would they all have been fired or would there have been a different outcome? I don't know. One yeah. of the nurses was white. The other three were black. The patients that made videos in response to what was said were black. Yeah, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I wish I could answer that. But I think that this this just speaks to the fact that, you know, um, maybe they weren't educated in relation to... I, 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 I can't make any excuses. I, I really don't know why they mm-hmm. would have thought this would have been appropriate. And it's just, it makes no sense to me as to why um, they thought this was the right thing to do. And again... Like you said, nurses like nurses all over are frustrated. There are nurses right now in New York that are striking. Nurses in the UK that were on strike. Our healthcare system is in shambles. Like I've almost gotten to the point where I'm just like, is there any point of me continuing to say anything because nothing is changing? And I think that frustration is amongst all nurses nationally, internationally. And I think it's just what is the best way output outlet that nurses can have to have their voices or their concerns validated so i think that the other piece that we need to talk about is the fact that 
you know, maybe Emery as a hospital has also another problem going on that their nurses aren't feeling heard. Mm-hmm. And I, I just want to take a step back as well and think about this from the organization's perspective. So this video comes out. They are alerted to it because it's now been identified that these nurses worked at their hospital. So now they've got a reputation PR issue to deal with. And maybe the advice that they got was you need to fire these nurses. You need to make a statement. You need to let people know that it's not okay that your nurses did that. But again, I think there are different ways they could have approached it. Like maybe these nurses need to figure out how to use social media for good, right? And talk about um, the frustrations they had or maybe like how they think the situation could be improved. Because I just think about like what was their purpose behind making the video? Did they want to get their frustrations out? Were they trying to be funny? Like did they just want their 15 minutes of fame? I think that would be important to understand as well because they probably just thought it was funny. They didn't think it would turn into them losing their jobs, but it did. And I just worry that people will take this the wrong way and think that nurses shouldn't be on social media at all, which is what we're always trying to say that is nurses should be on social media, but there's a good way to use it and not so good ways to use it. Yeah, so let's talk about the good ways to use social media and how that how nurses can get their voices out. Because I think that, again, there is that fear, right? The boogeyman fear of if you use social media that you're going to be fired. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's also about the appropriateness and the and how the social media is being used. So this is, a, to me, a perfect example of how not to use social media. We shouldn't be talking about patients and families on social media. If you are having a, a challenge or you, you had a rough day or you had something that you considered an ick, Talk about it when you go home with your husband, your your wife, your spouse, your whomever. But it's not the workplace is not the place to do and neither is social media. So, again, how do we make sure that nurses get their voices heard and have the ability to say what they need to say, um, especially in this climate while using social media? Um, my, my first tip is tweet or TikTok or, you know, Instagram responsibly. And what does that look like? It means not identifying identifying your employer, (laughs) not speaking on behalf of the organization, speaking on behalf of yourself as an individual. And then also just making sure that I, my, my principle is read the tweet once, read it twice. If it doesn't seem right, then delete it. I don't even know if they gave, I feel like they almost streamed the video. Like it was made in the moment and then they spliced it together and just put it out there. Mm -hmm. So my first thing is don't identify your employer. Don't, don't talk on behalf of your employer and then just make sure that you're doing it responsibly. Yeah, and I think it's important to read your organization's social media policy really closely. This is something I did before we even did any media. I wanted to make sure I was not doing anything that um, would be against the policy. I also think that when you post something or record something, think about the person or who you're making it about. So, for example... If I said those things about a patient and they were to watch the video, how embarrassing would it be if they could somehow realize that you were speaking about them? Like if I was in labor and something really embarrassing happened, how would I feel if my nurse then went and made a TikTok video about it and there was enough specific information given that my friends and family knew it was about me? Right. Um, I think that would be absolutely horrible. And the other thing you could think about is if your college of nursing, like your licensing body or your employer were to watch this video or read this post, how would they feel about the way that you've portrayed them? So that's the other thing to think about. And I think it's just like, 
you need to find role models who are out there doing what you want to do and kind of see how they post. And maybe that will give you some guidance on how you should go on social media. I agree. And I think this is where, you know, we we just have to be cognizant of also just patient safety, patient patient um, confidentiality. Although they may have not said anybody's name, if the if it is identifiable, that's a problem. Like you can't be talking about people's baby daddies or or you know things that are very specific to the clientele that you're dealing with. It's just not okay. And I think that, you know, that's the other thing that you have to be cognizant about. People are coming in to receive care. They're in vulnerable positions. And then again, if you go and you put this information on social media, it can identify a patient in a family. And that is a breach of patient confidentiality. I yeah. Think, I think the other piece that I thought that I that I had always been thinking about and probably other people were thinking about is what about freedom of speech? And I would just say this freedom of speech doesn't mean freedom of consequences. And I think whenever, whatever you're doing, whatever you're thinking of doing, remember, you can say whatever you want to say. You could do whatever you want to do, but it does not mean that it is a, a consequence-free world. Absolutely. Like, it is a privilege to be a nurse. It's a privilege to hold a nursing license. It's not for everyone. And I think that's something we all need to be okay with. There are nurses who have left the profession because they want to be free to say whatever it is they want to say, and that's their right, but it also doesn't mean that you can work in any profession either. I also think that, um, you know, I've had a personal experience where I was kind of frustrated with a patient that I had, and I went back to the nurse's station and I started complaining to everybody, and here's the zinger. I didn't realize that my phone had been on the whole time. So they had called for something that they needed and I didn't realize that I didn't hang up and oh, I no. put the phone down and I started complaining about them and how demanding they were and how needy they were. And then I went back to my phone and I thought, it's been on the whole time. They heard everything I said. <laughs> and how bad was that? And that was only one family that heard what I was really thinking about them. Um and just imagine that multiplied like a thousand times because back then I wasn't on social media. I definitely wasn't using it for um, nursing. But that's just one example where I really wish that I had thought a bit more about what I said before I said it. Yeah, I really hope that these nurses have the opportunity to to apologize at the very least. Right. I think that whenever you're making a mistake, whatever, whatever the situation is, that they that they give you the opportunity to try to make things right. Like, I mean, they can't take the the video back they can't delete it i mean yes it can be deleted but i think it's been literally shared a billion times um but i really hope that uh they get the opportunity to to apologize to the families to apologize to the organization to to to, to and also just the opportunity to change because i don't think that these are bad people like i don't think they're bad nurses i just think they made a really poor decision and that poor decision is reflected in the outcome of them being terminated from their employer. And again, I, I really hope that they can maintain their license, find a job, um, have an opportunity to continue to be nurses and work in a different capacity. But I, I do hope that, you know, um, there is a new leaf that is turned over for these nurses. And I also think that the way that algorithms work with um, social media is that negative news always travels way faster mm -hmm. so i hate how every time i read about nursing in the news it's something negative i would love for there to be more positive nurse or sorry positive news about nurses um, accomplishments and things they've actually done but it just seems like that's not how social media works i'm sure nurses have posted 
like amazing videos about great experiences that they've had, but that doesn't really make front page either. No, and that that's true. That's it's actually really true that you mentioned that because if if you type nurses and you hit news, it's never like a positive story. And I think that's one of the things that we've been trying to change actually over the past four years is just to say, okay, you know, nurses are more than the sum of what people think that they are. And I think that we need, I don't know how to change that. Like, I mean, we're running into our fourth season and it's just like, we're, we're still seeing some of the challenges that we've been seeing. And I really, I hope for change, but it's just, it's, it's challenging when you see the news cycles that are negative. Right. And one thing that I would say, like, I wish that if you saw a good nurse story, a good news story about a nurse that you like and repost and share that tweet rather than all the negative ones because I've posted about a nurse who died by suicide that got a lot of engagement but I've posted about good experiences that I've had in healthcare and that basically got no engagement because I just think people want maybe some people just want the drama or I don't know what it is but it just doesn't seem to make as much impact when it should yeah I, I mean I think that is that's a great way to start the new year that we know nurses start sharing some good stories i think that would be something that i would love to see i would love to see you know nursing nurses posting you know heartwarming stories things about change um opportunities that they might have had for growth like i think i'd love to see those stories and i would i would definitely retweet them it's just i i do feel like people are still in the funk of 2022 but I really hope we could turn that around. And But my advice to all you listening, healthcare providers or not, is please don't make ick videos. <laughs> they are just, <laughs> to be honest, they're actually kind of tacky. I've seen... I've seen ick videos before and actually the whole idea behind premise behind icks are talking about relationships. So like I have this ick in relation to men or like I don't like when my when guys wear socks or they take selfies of themselves that's an ick i think the whole thing is bogus it's ridiculous and i just think that healthcare providers and tiktok it's just it's just so bizarre to me like i think if you want to get yourself out there just put together some original thoughts and ideas like do you remember i think it was two or three years ago there was that tide pod challenge where people were eating tide pods i'm like if you want your 15 minutes of fame just find a different way to do it no, I'm not having any Tide Pods. I'm not doing any icks, and I'm probably not going to do any TikToks. <laughs> um, the last thing I kind of want to maybe throw in there, and maybe I'll just edit this back in, is there was a statement by the hospital that was posted online um, in December that said, after the video received much online back- backlash, Emory Healthcare wrote that it had taken appropriate action with former employees responsible for the video, which we already know that they have been terminated. They did say that the video does not represent their commitment to patient and family-centered care, and it falls short of the values and standards we expect every member of our team to hold and demonstrate. And again, they they haven't really commented since, and again, I don't know what has happened with these nurses. So um, I just hope that we don't make any more TikTok videos about icks, and um, we really respect the privacy of our patients coming in. And again, if you have a thought or you have a gripe or you have something that you know really bothers you about the patient and the situation um one keep it to yourself or two if it's really that concerning you should probably involve us another like a nurse manager or something 
I think you just need to find healthy ways to vent. So whether it's like old school writing in a journal or just thinking it in your head, or maybe you need to go for a run and get your frustrations out a different way, but don't take it out on your patients and don't spread information that is going to potentially hurt or harm someone. I agree. 2023 should be the year of journaling and taking out your frustrations in a completely different way. Hit the gym go do some jujitsu. I knew you were going to say that. Maybe take up some, (laughs) you know, like MMA lessons, but don't take out that, don't take that out on the patient. Thanks for listening, everyone.